On this fourth march, believe me, that's the saddest thing I ever saw in my life. All those blokes who were all dead keen and fit, you know, marching along and all these bloody japs along the side of the road. You couldn't just work it out. We had one thing in mind, of course, that so long as the japs didn't get to Australia, we could put up with anything. Within three months of the Japanese entering the Second World War in December 1941, over 22,000 Australians had become prisoners of war. They went into camps in Timor, Ambon, New Britain, Java, Sumatra, Borneo, Singapore, Malaya, Burma, Thailand, French Indochina, Hainan, Formosa, Korea, Manchuria and Japan. And a few were scattered to other points in what was briefly part of the Japanese Empire. By the end of the war, after three and a half years of imprisonment, 14,000 Australian servicemen and 30 servicewomen remained alive. In this documentary series, surviving Australians talk of their experiences. We begin with You'll Be Sorry, in which the Australians pass from the humiliation of defeat and surrender to the bewilderment of captivity in the hands of a people they could rarely understand. Dr Hank Nelson. Just over 8,000 Australians were to die as prisoners of war of the Japanese. That is, nearly half of the deaths suffered by Australians in the war in the Pacific were among men and women who had already surrendered. By any measure, the deaths of these Australians and the experiences of those who survived are major events in Australian history. But the prisoners have secured no permanent place in the national history their experiences are not immediately recalled at times of public celebration. The ex-prisoners themselves are still trying to find meaning in the events that distorted their own lives and ended so many others. In over 30 autobiographies, they have described what happened, but they are still perplexed about what it all meant for themselves and for their nation. Their great fear is that it may have been horror for no purpose. As the ex-prisoners talk about themselves at the time of enlistment, the variation in accents is one indication of the sorts of men who joined the 8th Division, the main unit to suffer captivity. I felt traditionally an Australian as a boy, uh, very interested in the Anzacs, and uh, it was a tradition which was sort of bred into me. When you were young and you are in a big family, and you were during the last depression, that's the 1929 depression, Things were so tough that your survival was a lesson to even a young person. At the age of eight and nine years of age, I used to go out with a shotgun and shoot rabbits. Uh, I used to go fishing. I was helping and assisting our family and our way of life. And I think that by working hard in those younger days definitely helped me as a prisoner of war. I can remember my feet being so hard that they were like leather. I come from up north in Wollombar and I worked in a banana plantation not for very long before I went in the army. I think, uh, you know, as a country boy, I had a fairly good sort of a life, running around the hills and shooting and swimming, and I was really healthy. When I got to uh, Singapore, I was 17. Danny Johnson had his 21st birthday when he got home. <laughs> when we were transported to uh, Singapore, there was Laskers on this ship, and they were big fellows, and they must have looked at me and several others, and you could see them chatting among themselves and laughing, and uh, when one looked at me and made a rocking motion as if he's rocking a baby, I knew exactly what he meant, and that's when I told him to get stuffed and walked away. <laughs> Before there was a butcher living at Northcote, I just thought I'd like to join the army and see what it was all about. Well, I don't think I've ever seen a Japanese before we went over there. 
I was a palterer. I was on the dial before that. The war came and I enlisted. I just wouldn't be able to live with myself if I had not. Well, I was in the garden game. Things was put in and you've had a job, you're lucky. We had enlisted for active service and we thought until we sailed that we were going to the Middle East. It was such a disappointment that we felt that if people asked us, what did you do in the Great War, Daddy? Then uh, we'd feel a bit ashamed that we we're only garrison troops in Malaya. The volunteers going into camps in Australia were met by earlier recruits wearing ill-fitting and outdated uniforms. Yesterday's recruits greeted the newcomers with the cry, you'll be sorry. That sardonic salute became a common greeting of the second AIF. The movement in 1941 of over 20,000 Australians into Ireland and Peninsular Asia was the first major encounter between Australia...